0: Hello and welcome to Alone Together, a coronavirus podcast. I'm Dan McLaughlin and I'm recording from the Costa del Salford.
1: And I'm Morven McIntyre, speaking to you from Edinburgh. We are the podcast that pays tribute to the amazing people who are keeping their communities together during this lockdown.
0: Alone Together also answers some of your FAQs about how to get on with your everyday lives during these extraordinary times. Now, coming up on today's episode, we speak to a Lancashire charity, that is going above and beyond for the elderly in the lockdown.
2: So we're running a free shopping service. We're also delivering free food parcels um, and above and beyond sort of the essentials of getting food, prescriptions, um, medications to people. We're also looking at welfare bags and sort of really helping people live well um, during the coronavirus rather than just getting
1: the essentials that they need. And I chat to a support worker who provides help for those with physical and learning disabilities, as well as helping tackle homelessness and addiction.
3: Oh, it's like
1: the community has been amazing. Um, we've had like endless
3: support from our managers, other support workers. They've been on the end of the phone calls, if it be 10 o'clock at night during a crisis or during the day for
1: supportive chat. But first, this week marks an annual campaign that raises awareness and focuses on something that affects one in four of us. Mental
0: Health. Mental Health Awareness Week runs between the 18th and the 24th of May and this year's theme is kindness. So that's the importance of being kind to others and importantly of course yourselves. This is a particularly important subject for me as I have bipolar disorder which is the artist formerly known as manic depression. Anything that raises awareness and hopefully gets rid of the taboo around mental health is certainly welcome for me. I was looking at stats this morning, and obviously this is a coronavirus podcast. We're trying to find positives out of, the, um, out of the lockdown, but we're also trying to help people with their questions. And mental health needs to be treated on par with physical health. and That's not what's happening at the moment. A survey by Rethink Mental Illness found that a third of patients hadn't attended their usual appointments with worries about burdening the NHS. That's one of the key reasons. They worry that they're gonna burden the NHS, despite eight out of ten patients reporting a deterioration of their mental health. So that's why awareness campaigns are helpful or useful, because even though people are feeling, you know, feeling unwell in terms of their mental health, and in fact getting worse during this lockdown, they don't think it's on par with physical ailments that other people are more urgent if you're feeling unwell if you've got a problem then you've got to address it
1: I think I completely um agree with you there I think that at the moment there's a lot of statistics like the ones you mentioned where people are not seeking the help that they need because coronavirus at the moment is it's you know all that is on people's minds and sort of people are ignoring the fact that like you were saying they still need to get help and, um, you know, seek the support that they need in this time.
0: Absolutely. And the stat that you mentioned, one in four people have got a mental health problem. So either you've got a mental health problem or you very likely know somebody who does, whether that's a family or a friend who's struggling. So this year's theme for the Mental Health Awareness Week is kindness. And I say follow that theme and, you know, offer these powerful words to those people. You are not alone. I'm here for you and they are so powerful and they really help so thank you. Also don't forget to check out one of our earlier episodes of Alone Together it was it's called self-care for body and mind where I speak to anxiety expert Joshua Fletcher who has some great tips to look after your mental health during the lockdown but also we've got some great interviews coming up today haven't we more
1: We do indeed and the lockdown has been a difficult time for us all But it's particularly tough for those who face disabilities, whether that's physical or learning, and those who experience the hardships of homelessness and addiction. Thankfully, there is a helping hand for those in need. I spoke to Miranda Wardley, a support worker from Hillcrest Futures, about the important work that they get up to. Hi, Miranda. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. So for anyone who doesn't know, can you explain who Hillcrest Futures are and what they do?
3: So Hillcrest Futures in Edinburgh, we provide a supported accommodation for individuals facing, like you said, homelessness, um, ad- mental health problems, learning disabilities and addiction issues. And um, we even do a student support service. And um, this helps like most vulnerable gain college education, for example. At Hillcrest Futures in Edinburgh, we aim to maintain service users' tenancies in, in our supported accommodation. Um, and provide them with skills so they can successfully move on to their own tenancy. Support, if required, would be put in place to ensure um, this was possible through numerous outside agencies that we work alongside. Um, While they're staying in our services, we provide individuals with a, a tailored support plan, meaning we can help them with daily tasks, achieving goals, any housing issues they have, shopping, and even some cooking and nutrition. And on occasion, we support them financially and ensure that they're on all the benefits that they're entitled to and even apply for new benefits when we feel that they're appropriate.
1: So you've touched on there how you're helping them with a wide range of support, whether that be helping them financially or helping them kind of integrate back into their own housing and things like that. So what does a typical day look like for you as a support worker?
3: Well, no two days are the same. Um, Sometimes we're doing key works with the guys um, at Hillcrest, and then the other times we're in contact with their social workers, their housing officers, we're assisting with funding. And um, yeah, like I sometimes in the office, sometimes I go for a coffee with one of the service users, or we'll go to a housing assessment with them. And um, if we feel like they need some social interaction or they need a distraction, we can even go to the cinema with them,
1: which is great. So um, that's really interesting. And it's clear that you really kind of help them by taking them out on you know, social outings and, and giving them that sort of social interaction that's so important. But obviously, at the moment, we've got a situation with coronavirus where social distancing is now in place and we're also in a lockdown so how have Hillcrest had to adapt and, and modify their services to help uh, the people that you help on a day-to-day basis?
3: Um, so we're lucky enough that our office actually has a glass door. And so if service users feel like they do need any help, if they want to come down for a chat or something, they can either phone the office if they don't feel like comfortable coming downstairs or they can talk to us through the glass door. If we feel like they need a face-to-face private meeting, we can put our PPE on and we can go into one of the key workrooms and have one of those meetings with us. But other services have been also been able to continue, which is great. So other services, not just Hillcrest, have been able to put in place for the guys and have the support that they had before COVID happened. And regular activities and courses such as the art course through ArtLink have been delivering supplies um, to our door for specific service users to use that keep them occupied and um, during lockdown.
1: So obviously that's great that you're managing to do a wide range of things there during lockdown and social distancing measures so um, in this difficult time people are really reaching out to help others so what's the sense of community like at Hillcrest among staff and the people that you guys help? Oh, it's like the community has been amazing, and um, we've
3: had like endless support to our managers, other support workers. They've been on the end of the phone calls if it be 10 o'clock at night during a crisis or during the day for a supportive chat. And um, Hillcrest has been aiding in loads of donations to keep the service users comfortable during lockdown and um, putting in systems and procedures to keep everyone safe and healthy. Um, despite this busy time, medical professionals have been extremely understanding and always willing to help when needed, be, being GPs or paramedics. Police have particularly helped um, when concerns arise about the well-being of service users and their safety. Food banks have been unreal. Um, they've been working so hard and they've started delivering food to our doors. So reducing the service users, getting in contact with other people. We've really appreciated this, especially at the beginning of the whole lockdown thing when the shelves were empty. I guess sometimes we do forget that not everyone can afford to bulk buy. Um, They delivered nutritious meals, dry food, even toiletries, and we've been getting these deliveries almost every day.
1: That's great. It really sounds like there's a real sense of community there and you're talking about staff going the extra mile to really help people in need. And um, with one of the key groups you help on a daily basis being the homeless, you know, in light of the current situation and the government's advice, there's a lot less footfall in the streets and people are now reluctant to carry cash. Uh, so therefore, you know, at one time people might have given a homeless person money. That's not really happening as much now with people not carrying cash. Have you seen a significant impact um, on this group since the outbreak of the coronavirus?
3: Especially in our project, we have a lot of people with mental health issues and learning difficulties. Many of these services have actually taken the social distancing personal um, to themselves, which has been a massive issue for their mental health. It's a real struggle for them to have these supporting needs on a daily basis, but then having to adapt social distancing has been a massive struggle. Uh, Like you said, about the homeless community, about people giving people money um, on a daily basis, they're not getting that anymore. So the council's actually taken massive steps to help the homeless community and get people off the streets and hotels have opened their doors to homeless people. So there's a lot less homeless on the streets during this time, which is great. Food banks have been delivering to these hotels and obviously, like you said to us, um, giving them food, clothing, so the basics are really covered. During this time, the homeless have actually been really lucky with external services. A lot of places have been able to adapt the way they are, um, doing consultations over the phone. If it be learning disability nurses, psychologists, we're getting phone calls for the guys sometimes twice a week from their psychologists, which is great because these. Face to face meetings that aren't happening anymore, they're so significant
1: to some people that it's great that they can still do that. So, you've mentioned there that people are pulling together, you mentioned hotels, they are now offering rooms and the council helping homes people off the streets. But for people who are listening, what can they also do to help? Um, so, for Hillcrest,
3: we are so happy for you to contact us. We've got a website with a donation link as well. Um, yeah, we accept donate a wide range of donations. Um, we're currently looking for stuff to keep the guys entertained, to keep them in their rooms and um, out of trouble. already. and maybe stuff like exercise equipment we're really desperate for. Um, obviously, this aids in reducing mental health issues, keeping uh, service users healthy. And um, stuff like computers, phones, tablets, this really helps them and. Keeping in touch with the outside world, especially those those that had support from their families before, and they're not being able to see them anymore. There's volunteering, loads of volunteering available right now. If it be food banks or befrienders, obviously you can't really go for the walks with them or take them for coffee or to the cinema, but definitely call them for chat. And the service users love getting to know people and
1: this is such a positive influence on them. Yeah, no, for sure. I think that um, there's a lot of things that people can do there to reach out to homeless people right now. And I think that the befriender Service sounds great. So thank you very much, Miranda, for your time today. I think that uh, Hillcrest is doing great work. So thank you very much. Thank you, Morgan. That was my chat with Miranda Wardley from Hillcrest Futures.
0: Thanks more now, as we heard, isolation in the lockdown is a horrid prospect for the vulnerable. Now, Age Concern, a charity based in Lancashire, offers support for the elderly and specialises in dementia services, whether that's free shopping services, food parcels, or simply offering a friendly voice at the end of the phone. Alone together's Matt Millard spoke to Abby Wailett from Age Concern about the support that they provide. So I'm
4: joined today by Abby from Age Concern. Hi, Abby.
2: Hello, you OK?
4: Yeah, good, thank you. Right then, let's um, get straight down to some questions. So for anyone that's not heard of Age Concern, could you tell us a little bit about the charity and you know the usual services that you provide?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So we were established in 1981. Um, So we're nearly 40 years old now, and we started off in Preston. um, But since then, then we've expanded um, across Lancashire, and now we provide various levels of support um, to older people. We aren't part of the national Age UK brand, um, which some people do get us confused with. It's very understandable. Um, It can be a little bit confusing, but we are an independent charity um, who focuses on older people support and specialises in dementia services. We operate across a number of shops um, across Lancashire. So we've got seven shops in total. And um, so you can come access any of our services and get information on your doorstep on the high street. We provide things like us power of attorney um, and will services as well. So those can be accessed again through our shops or through our website. We also offer um, a various levels of dementia support as well so we have a free community link service um, in whereby we engage with people in the community build the confidence um, and help people really in their initial steps um, when getting a diagnosis with dementia um, but we also have two dementia day support centres charnley fold over in bamba bridge and willy trees in fullwood um, and these are absolutely fantastic services um we help people from en- enhanced dementia and um, through to people who are in the early stages as well and we really build on therapeutic activity plans and making sure that we're helping people live well and maintain daily living skills um through the day centres as well while also providing essential respite for carers and um, we usually offer those um, but obviously at the moment um, Our centres are shut, but we are still providing support to all our carers and service users and anybody else who wishes to contact us about dementia um, over the phone. We also have a number of live well services. So we run an access to benefits service and where we help people identify what benefits they might be entitled to. Um, We also can help them fill out forms um, and look at the application process. We run a couple of different activity centres, so it could be anything from chair-based exercises to pilates. Um, We're in people's homes with a home help service, so that's helping people clean with the shopping. um, And also a CQC registered nail clipping service as well, um, so helping people maintain their um, nails. We also offer a free befriending service. Um, and last year, we really sort of did a push on this because it is funded by our charity. And we really wanted to help do some fundraising towards it so that we can maintain and actually improve the service. Um, so if you are wanting to find out more about it, please search um, WTF Lanks, um, which is actually what the flock um, and it's a, mm-hmm. about a, a sheep that's a little bit lonely and, and obviously we sort of trying to raise the awareness um, of what it is like for an older person to be isolated at home which um, now is obviously quite um quite a topic with the coronavirus and not something that you know we thought in a million years would have happened last year when we, we launched that campaign about raising the awareness. Mm-hmm. Um and then aside from that, you might also see any of our staff in GP surgeries um as we're helping um your GPs with social prescribing as well. So we work quite right across the board in the communities, on the high street, in your GPs surgeries. Um, so we're, we're quite an all-round charity for older people.
4: Yeah, amazing! So many um, useful and helpful services that you provide there, and you kind of touched on this briefly there. We, you know, we find ourselves in this it, it, in the middle of a global pandemic, um, a period that's been difficult for everyone in all walks of life. Um, with many of us now living in isolation away from friends and family, so it, you know it, it's not a nice prospect for anyone, but especially difficult for those who are elderly and more vulnerable in our societies like those that you that you look after at Age Concern. So what services are Age Concern now offering during the coronavirus pandemic to help care for the older generations in our communities and more specifically those with dementia?
2: Um, So we're running a free shopping service. We're also delivering free food parcels um, and Above and beyond sort of the essentials of getting food prescriptions and medications to people, we're also looking at welfare bags and sort of really helping people live well um, during the coronavirus rather than just getting the essentials that they need now. Because um, as we're getting further and further into the weeks, um, a lot of people's mental health is being affected as well. So Mm -hmm. we've devised a couple of little different projects which we're getting out to people, which is above and beyond the essentials of food. Um, Anyone that does sign up to the coronavirus support service um, will get a dedicated call handler and they'll be able to liaise with you directly about getting welfare bags out and food parcels. We are providing regular check-in calls. So every single week, everyone on our service gets a check-in call. Um, But we also go above and beyond that as well. And we actually run the befriending service alongside um, the coronavirus support service. We're offering information and advice where possible, um, but for official guidance, we're always recommending the people seek the official guidance from the government and the NHS websites. Um, and we're also reaching out to those who have dementia or are living with dementia. Um, we've done a, loads of things, sorry, we've done loads since we've launched the coronavirus service to particularly help carers who oh, wow. are now at home living with people with dementia and it, it can be. So- an intense experience for those so we've devised a couple of um hints and tips um online resources that carers can go on and download on our website for free uh, we've got links to various different online streaming um services so like nasa for example um which is a really good resource um music uh reminiscent sessions as well Um, But we also partnered with a company called Happy Days, um, who developed a series of dementia products. Um, We've now got those on our website as well. So anyone that's interested in um, looking at dementia friendly board games, um, reminiscence packs, memory boxes, these are available through our website. And our team are always on hand to give you any advice and support about those products and ways that you can really utilise them in your own home. Um, everyone with dementia are um, eligible to receive the food parcels as well um, and get access to the shopping service and finally as part of what we've gone above and beyond with with our dementia services teams is we created a dementia activity pack which again can get delivered um, for those who access support through our coronavirus service and who is living with dementia so this pack contains um activities such as coloring pages it's word searches it's reminiscence packs um and this isn't just a pack that we send you out in the post and we don't engage with you again mm-hmm. um our dementia services team will call you and say right have you got your pack Good, good. Like, let's go through um, this activity today and I'll give you a call next week and we'll go through this activity and um, we'll do what we we would usually do in sort of a real one to one service. um, But just providing it over the phone and we give you those resources so that you have something that we can talk you through and really engage with you through. So that's really fantastic. And it also gives carers that essential respite that they need as well. And um, so we could be talking to the person living with dementia while the carer has some, some time to themselves, has a bath, in, you know, enjoys reading a book or doing a little bit of gardening, um, which is we found has been invaluable to the carers that we've been supporting.
4: You mentioned that you you do a lot of your work at the moment via via telephone calls. So have you had to adapt any of your current services? In order to keep everyone safe during the pandemic i'm kind of talking here not only about um the people in your care but also you know the staff at age concern
2: yeah absolutely i mean we've adapted so that we can have staff um work from home um, and man the telephone lines from home as well so um our it team did a fantastic job at allowing people to do that um but also in terms of our staff going out and those that are doing the drop-offs for the food parcels and and whatnot, they're all following the sense of washing their hands and maintaining the social distancing. It's a knock on the door, dropping off the parcel and then sort of moving away so that we're, we're always maintaining those barriers as well. Um, but sort of being able to provide support over the phone has been really invaluable for us in terms of checking in and, and making sure that we're we're keeping people in contact.
4: Yeah, amazing stuff there. That that's that's brilliant. I mean, charities such as charities such as yourself rely largely on the help of amazing volunteers. Um, so, have you had many new volunteers or people wanting to get involved during the start of the pandemic?
2: We have. We've had uh, 138 inquiries for volunteering since we launched the coronavirus service on the 19th of March, which has wow. been absolutely amazing and, and, and definitely overwhelming. It's been fantastic. And that's, of course, on top of a lot of our other volunteers that we had um, before the coronavirus, who has maintained um, their befriending service and ma- maintaining calls as well.
4: Amazing stuff. Are you still taking on any volunteers if people want to get involved? Is there anywhere that they can they can find out more information?
2: Absolutely. Anyone that wants to inquire or look at volunteering with us, um, please do have a look on our website and I'll give you the the details later. And there's a form on there where you can fill out and also businesses as well. We've had so much support from businesses who have donated goods, donated a service, donated their time, um, as well as individual volunteers as well, which has been absolutely amazing. And I can't thank every single person enough for all the work that they've done and given up and sort of really helped us with.
4: So, so far, obviously, this is a difficult time, you know, it's, it's horrible for so many people, but have you got any favourite positive stories since the outbreak?
2: absolutely we have um a lady called mrs green one of my colleagues was on the phone line and and mrs green called through to us and um she she was absolutely um in despair she 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 said herself that you know if we hadn't answered the phone and um, she would have been in a really bad place um our call handle at the time uh, really took the time to talk to her get to know her we got her an emergency food parcel out and um i called her the following tuesday to check in and and see how she was and, and she told me um that she had cherries in her food parcel and she'd not mm-hmm. had them for years and it, it made her day something as simple as putting cherries in a food parcel um really made her day and it was really getting to know her um that we we really sort of loved her spirit that even though she doesn't have any close um family um every single call that we make to her really makes her day and We know that we're making such a huge difference to her well-being now that she's in contact with our teams. Um, And now that we're providing the support, we do regular shopping trips for her. We send her welfare bags. And we also ran a project recently where we delivered over 100 afternoon teas out to people across Lancashire just ahead of VE Day. Um, And this was a partnership with Waitrose. Um, So everyone got a scone, sandwiches, cakes, um, a tea bag as well. And Mrs. Green was one of the recipients of the afternoon tea. Um, And um, from what I heard, she she was quite emotional when it got delivered and it was what she was looking forward to all week. And it just gave her that much needed boost um, to to sort of getting through it week by week.
4: Oh, amazing stuff. I mean, Those of us that are living with, um, you know, with family and and friends and housemates and so on, Mm -hmm. we often don't know how lucky we are really to have that that constant communication and connection with people. So you're doing a wonderful thing there, providing um, help and support to, to these people in isolation. Now, now, before we leave you, um, it's Dementia Week when this when this episode goes live, and as you are the local specialists in dementia, could you offer any expert advice, information, or tips on coping with isolation, or for those that are, that are looking after friends or relatives with dementia at the moment?
2: Absolutely. So, first thing I would say is keep a routine um so it could be basic things like getting up at the same time every day and um, keeping meal times the same the same uh, maybe doing um you know if breakfast time is really important to you and you always read a newspaper have a cup of orange juice make sure that you keep a, m- a routine as much as possible um and also try and plan your day and week as well um in advance so you can prepare things like if you want to sort out a cupboard or drawer that could be you know sort of a, t- a task for the day um or you could look at reminiscence if you're having a bit of a down day as well um, that's a really great way to sort of um, capture moments in which you know it's great for the carer and the person living with dementia as well so um, have a think about memory boxes they're they're fantastic they can contain things like photos hobbies postcards of holidays that you've been on Um, and I know that it's something personally that we've looked at and um, I found it really useful. Um, Have a look as well at um, technology. Um, I know it's not always most welcome with some people, Um, however, Skyping, video calling, even a phone call um, to a loved one living with dementia can just mean the absolute world. It it can help them feel connected, um, especially when they're in a situation at the moment where they're um, isolating at home. Um, And have a think about quizzes as well. Can you can you do a quiz with your loved one over the phone? And um, maybe send them a jigsaw, large piece jigsaws, for example, are, are particularly great for people who live with dementia. Um, And I'd really sort of stress as well the importance of getting support um, and advice if you need it. So speak to professionals, um, speak to a a family or a a friend who has been through something similar and really um, sort of maintain the support network around you. Um, Like I said, our phone lines are open seven days a week and um, we've got dementia services teams on hand that are ready to take calls and um, to give people all the advice and information because it is often on an individual basis as well and and the teams will do what they can to to support you one-on-one and um, particularly through this time and, and obviously coming out of it as well which will also be another change in people's routine will be actually coming out of isolation so please, please do get in touch if, if you can do.
4: Amazing. Do you want to just let the listeners know um, where they can find out any additional information or get in touch with age concern?
2: Absolutely. So our helpline is um, seven days a week, um, bank holidays and weekends as well. Um, the phone number to call is 01772 552850 And then it's option zero. And then you can also get in touch with us through all our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Twitter instagram and linkedin um and also our website as well which is number.org dot uk and there's loads of resources on there downloadable resources dementia products um a referral form so if you've got a loved one that you think would benefit from a free food parcel needs help with their shopping or needs some deme- dementia support and um, please refer them in through our website with their permission of course um and we will pick that up and, and pass it on to the core handlers as well
4: amazing stuff well thank you so much abby for joining us on the podcast and thank you so much for the wonderful work that you're doing at Age Concern. It truly is an amazing thing.
1: Thank you very much for having us and please keep safe.
4: Yeah, likewise. Thanks, Abby.
1: As Matt mentioned in his chat with Age Concerns, Abby Waylett, this week is also the start of Dementia Action Week. The campaign is supported by the Alzheimer's Society, so keep an eye out for their important work in the upcoming days.
0: It's a very important work indeed. You know, just another awareness campaign. That's very important. It's a again. It's so common. You might know someone, family, friends, or whatever, who is experiencing. You know, either experiencing dementia or experiencing relatives or friends with dementia, such a difficult um, illness. And um, you know, these awareness campaigns hopefully can help um, shed a bit of light on them. And that's all we've got time for today. So thank you to our guests and thank you for listening. To our podcast, so stay safe, stay positive, stay informed, and stay tuned.
1: This has been a laudable production from the newsrooms of Birmingham Live, the Edinburgh Evening News, and the Manchester Evening News. You can download Alone Together wherever you listen to your podcasts. But for exclusive, interactive, immersive content, download the Entel app for iOS and
0: Android. And you can keep in touch with me, Matta Morvan, by following Laudable on Twitter where we are at Laudable Pods, or by searching for Laudable underscore podcasts on Instagram. See you next time.